0: We'll two one left intercept the final bearing two two two. Welcome to The Nation, version 2.0. This is Dan. With me is Robin Callum. Hey, guys. What's going on? What's happening? So, Callum, you were gone last week. Where were you at, man?
1: I was at a gig. How'd it go? It went absolutely fantastic.
0: Did you win? Did I win?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess so, yeah.
0: Sweet, sweet, sweet. Yeah. So, winners kind of pulling in over here for us, uh, Montana and Minnesota, where Rob is at. I would assume Winter is kind of taking over in your neck of the woods as well. We've had that to be a Rob?
2: You, man.
0: Jesus Christ.
2: <laughs> is... is, is... Winter headed
0: your way, Dude, we're, See, here's the deal. let me let me explain how this works. See, it's a podcast, right? There's three of us <laughs> talking. I talk, I interact with you, and then I ask you a question, and then you interact with me. And see, and then see, the, the idea is that we get a banter going, a conversation going. See,
1: well, the thing is, you kind of like said, I thought you said, is is been to over in your neck of the woods, Rob? And I was just like, wait, <laughs> wait
0: <can you> response. <laughs> So, Rob, what have you been up to? Not much. Yeah? You got it. you sent me a text message today telling me you crashed my fusion.
2: Yeah, I know, man. Sorry. Yeah, I couldn't help it.
0: That was pretty shitty of you.
2: It was. It was. Yeah, it was. It's, man, it stinks that that happened.
0: <laughs> it does stink. Yeah. It stinks. It stinks fully. We'll have to. Uh, we'll we'll put have a to picture speak. up
2: in the show yeah, notes. Yeah, we'll have to put a I'll
0: picture go. up in the show notes.
2: Man, I tell you what, man, I think just I was hovering it. And mm-hmm. the tail started wagging, and then it just rolled over right in front of me. And it just it's like the heli just took a shit right in front of me. Yeah? So, yeah.
0: Oh, craziness.
2: You can see it right over the the picture. You can see it they, when, when the guy took the picture. You can see it's just past my transmitter.
0: Anyway, yeah, the, the helicopter actually isn't crashed. But we will definitely show that picture that we're talking about, kind of alluding to a picture that Rob dug up that is a little on the comical side. I think some of you will kind of... Find some humor in that. Some of you won't, apparently, but some of you will. A lot
2: of you guys have probably already seen it. It's uh, if it, it just said not to give too much away, but it's a it's a picture that uh, our good friend TimeWorks, uh, W E R X, uh, TimeWorks on HeliFreak posted once. Uh, I don't I don't remember the name of the thread, but it just popped up and it just threw everybody off guard. And uh, of him showing off his DX7 with his uh, his uh, best friend in the back background
0: yeah so. it's a good picture so wow callum you're yawning <laughs> oh shit sorry <laughs> <laughs> what what time I mean, is it right now
1: callum out there it's, it, i mean it's just all this talk of this picture um it's currently quarter to four in the morning
0: so callum you been getting any flying in this week or uh, is it too cold yeah. outside
1: of course we had a, we actually had a beautiful weekend um this weekend just gone um yeah, clear, blue skies, it was good. Yeah, I, I flew the in 6, and um, it was good. Um, just getting used to the power, and got a few issues here and there, with the, one of the servos. Um, I got kind of bored, so I decided to do some autos and tip them over at the end, just to, for, sh- for shits and giggles. And, uh, yeah, the fly bar remained straight and didn't bend. Shame.
0: Yeah, so you took off... Did you get rid of that big butt? That big what?
2: The big butt on that Fury. <laughs> the big butt. <laughs> uh, yeah, that uh, big flight pack on there. I remember. You,
1: I saw that huge flight pack on there. You, you took that off. Yeah. The, the, the four thousand milliamp one. when that weighs like a fucking ton. Yeah. Right. I took. <laughs> uh, I I took, I took that off. Um. I. I actually redid all my wiring. Uh. I it's, won't. It's a good yeah, thing. Yeah. It's, it's a very Thing, but I, I won't go into too much information. It's <laughs> classified information right now. Classified, yeah. Um, yeah. Needs
0: need to know only, and we don't need to know. Mm-hmm. But it looks
1: better at least, right? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So um, there's no, there's no, yeah. So. It, so what are you using looks- for a flight pack now? I'm using a flight power 2117 milliamp battery which is quite old actually I've got two more in order which are quite new and way less so it should be cool yeah right um, but um, I'm currently debating whether to go 13 tooth I'm on 12 tooth at the, at the moment I get good head speed gets nice torque. Um, but obviously if increasing the pinion, I'm gonna get more head speed but I, yeah, I'm not gonna have as much torque. so but it flies nice. Um, uh, as I say, got, I'm running Maverick flybarless blades on the Furyan at the moment. But since it's a flybar machine, it seems quite um, tame. It's not really to my liking. So I got a yeah, spare set. It's probably a little like, more doggy with the flybar or the fly bar yeah, blades. Yeah, And I, I got a set of V blades that I actually haven't flown since 2009. The blades were a little bit damaged when I had a boom. For some reason, I kept them because they weren't that. It was only a little chip, but back then I didn't really know that that little chip, you know, is really nothing today. So I, I bolted them on, and yeah, they're not bad. Especially when the auto performance of Maverick blades I've gotten used to, and you know, the, the auto performance of the White blades is just fucking amazing. Yeah, quite a bit better. Yeah. Oh yeah, you can auto all day long with no
0: wind. Hey guys, check this out. You guys guys drove drove me to drinking. I can't do a podcast now without drinking, without you guys. What is that? Uh, Is that... uh, That's milk. Is it fiber one? (laughs) It's fiber one, because I am getting old now. (laughs) As I mentioned, the weather is turning here, and that means that the flying is getting fewer and far between. Last Wednesday, which was my birthday, by the way.
1: Oh, yeah. Happy 4-0. Yeah, whatever. Birthday
0: <laughs> dude. At some, at some point, you just quit counting, don't you? Uh, yeah. Oh well, yeah, I guess. Well, when you're your age, Callum, you don't you don't quit counting. No, never. But anyway, I went to the field and it was just shitty, cold and windy. And I got a couple. Oh, well, I got one flight in on the T Rex, and I went up to do a inverted roll or a stationary roll, and huge gust wind gust hit the disc as the helicopter was on the side and had a little miniature rodeo on my hands and oh. i was able to was able to keep it under control and i landed and you know finished out the flight but you know there were four or five of us at the field and it just weather shitty so we all just kind of packed up went home but yeah. the good the good news well i guess it's good news looking at the weather reports it's supposed to be sunny and mid-60s for the next three days here monday tuesday and wednesday yeah you can't beat that yeah so hey that's where I'll be. Other than other than just waiting for the weather, I've been doing nothing but... Because uh, you know, my work schedule is so intense, it doesn't leave me much time to do much else. But I have found some time to play some World of Warcraft lately. Nice.
1: Yay! Wow. Actually, it, it's kind of yay, yeah, because i actually stopped playing that. Well, I haven't really stopped playing it. I've just been kind of busy, and um, leveling sucks.
0: Well, so Rob... You got the Fusion done. You put out a teaser video about uh, the little castle spoof that you were <laughs> talked about. Yeah, yeah. Tell us what's going on with that bad boy.
2: Yeah, man, I got the, I got it all built. Um, you know, I've got all the electronics installed. Uh, we got the Hyperion high-voltage servos uh, we've got installed in there. I got all the all the packs are soldered up. OptiPower has got us uh, uh, six of the 6L 3500 uh milliamp packs yep. and they're all made it up i've got them all all squared away you know i've got the receiver the flight pack everything's all on the helicopter um got all the wires routed nice and clean you know how i am about the whole super santo yep santo right so yeah. i spent the extra time doing that you know and I, I took a lot of pictures and stuff we'll post that in the review uh, and whatnot, but, uh, man, I got to tell you what, Dan, the thing came together really well. You know, I, I kind of don't want to send it back to you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm afraid you're going to have to, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. you know, either that or your wife, you know, we might want to talk to her. Well, you know what? No, we don't need to talk to her about that. You, you just, you decide. Yeah. You did post a video for my eyes only on YouTube, kind of a little private video of an initial flight that you had with it. And, uh, I got to tell you, man, I, you know, we both have X-5s. And, we, you know, we've talked quite a bit about them, and they're fast little machines. Granted, I haven't flown this, this Fusion yet, but I'm telling you, it sure looks like it's one fast, fast helicopter.
2: Man, this thing is, yeah, it's really fast. We've got the Scorpion uh, 4025 550 kV motor in it, mm-hmm. and run it on 12 cells. And these are the OptiPower 35C batteries, and I know we spent... Uh, I guess, quite a bit of time, a couple of shows back, talking in great detail about C-ratings and amperages and stuff like that, right? But, right. Um, you know, these things, or this this build, you know, this motor-speed controller-battery combination just pulls hard. Yeah. That's the best way I can describe it. You know, I, I, I set it up when I did the B-Stack setup. I ended up, I think I settled on, it's about 13.5 degrees collective uh, pitch on oh. it. And I can do a full-pitch climb-out. And the motor doesn't bog; it just goes, just just it's yeah. gone, you know. And at I'm my do
1: that sound effect again,
2: ready? I'm ready. Are you ready for it?
0: I'm ready. Ow! Nice,
2: like that. <laughs> and at my work, I work at a uh, at an ISP, and at the place where I work, we also have this 300 foot tower next to our building because i work at an isp here and we also have uh, we pipe signal off that and we lease space on the tower so it's a it's a really big telecommunications tower um but it's near kind of where i work and um i was hovering in the parking lot today and i just did a full collective punch out and i got above that tower in less than two seconds just like that i was i was way out there you know and the, the thing just goes and goes um, so yeah, it's really light. It feels really light in the air, really low disc loading. Um, really fun to fly, Dan. I think you're gonna have a good time when you get it.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. You know, because I've I've got 50 size helicopters and I've flown bigger. I've you know had bigger up to 800 millimeter blades and yeah, yeah. But never have I had something that's got so much power. I mean, you you remember the conversations we had back when I first got that galley going? Yeah. Yeah. It was just like, oh, my God, this thing's just too much. It's too fast. It's too quick. It's too powerful. But getting used to that, so I'm really looking forward to flying that.
2: Yeah, that it's fun. It's real easy to get yourself you know, in a situation where you, you just feel like you want to bang hard on the sticks, but you don't have to do that. you know.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm also looking forward to seeing your build videos. When can we expect those to be ready?
2: Uh, probably within the next week or two. I just got a few more to render. And then I'm gonna get everything uploaded to YouTube, and then I'll start putting the content out on our website. Um, I'll get it posted up in the forums and stuff like that for people to look at. But uh, um, it's kind of nice. I've got some nice little bumpers that I put in front and back of each of the videos, you know, mm-hmm. to just to make it feel a little bit more professional and stuff like that. You know, I mean, you know, you know how it is, Dan. We don't get paid to do any of this kind of stuff. It's just for fun. So right. But uh, you know, I I like it to look at too. So I hope everybody else likes it.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm suspecting that it's going to go over really well. I mean, you've been getting quite a quite a few nice remarks just on the the one forum post that you had on it.
2: Yeah, yeah, you're talking about the the spoof. The
0: spoof. Yeah, the yeah, the, yeah. the teaser video you put out. Well, guys, I think it's time for a little bit of news. News
1: of the day. <laughs> <laughs> nice
0: yawn. Perfect timing. Bobby, I told you not to use that fuel, dude. Dude, that fuel was badass. My motor would look awesome too. And it that fuel up. is junk. That's dark. why your helicopters oh, running like crap. Searching that. Well, anyway, you guys are listening to RC Haley Nation. This is Bert and Bobby from SmackTalkRC.com. There's a little bit of news out there. Line's got a new gyro out. Yeah, GP9000, man. Yeah, well, it's, not out. it's, not, it's right. not out yet, I guess, but uh, for those of you who are still flying the archaic fly helicopters, you may yeah. have a new gyro to play with.
2: Yeah, well, totally. it, this is this is probably the one that's going to take over the 780 and the kits and stuff like that, too. Now, this is a gyro. It's a gyro and a governor. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: yep, and Basically, it does the receiver
2: function too, right? You can plug satellites into it or something. Isn't that you right? know that
0: that I cannot confirm because I don't really know a lot about it. I just remember reading just a teeny bit about it. Yeah, together.
1: yeah, that like was GP seven eighty, uh, which fuck. is just a, is okay if you can get it to run right, but it'll be doing better sticking a seven fifty in there because it's just better. And then if that is true that divided uh, satellite functionality, it's just going to be like the shite three GX back of the <laughs> that uh, just uh, okay granted they made a fair attempt at a fly barge unit and but other than that uh, I just don't see anything really different if if it is all in one package unit all they've done is just shitted them all together it's just you know it's it's just diabolical it's just diabolical
0: <laughs> it's, diabolical,
2: it's the diabolical the way they use the same cheesium in all of the hardware that they produce <laughs>
0: And if there's anybody that you knows, you had to about, end
2: that rant with diabolical. I love it.
0: <laughs> and then if anybody knows about a flybarless unit resetting in flight, it's Callum.
1: Yeah, nah, I must admit that there was there was a uh, heli freak thread about three Gxs resetting in flight. I'll have to see if I can find it. No, I don't doubt it. It happens. Well, I, must, I mean, you shouldn't doubt it. I mean, come on, it is a line. Need I say more?
0: Well, you know what? Look, one thing, one thing I, that I kind of want to get off my chest, and I get tired of hearing it. And, and certainly, you know, y- you can bash a line all you mm-hmm. want, mm-hmm. but when it comes down to it, they make a good helicopter. I have a six hundred. I love it.
1: I, you see, I wasn't bashing the model, just the electronics.
2: <laughs> well, and I think you know, and I think part of what it is, you know, is. In any industry, you know, there's – companies do well in their niche, right? And mm-hmm. when you start to broaden that scope, it sometimes, you know, it's kind of like the whole adage, um, Jack the of all – well, right, Jack of all trades, master of none, know. right? Mm-hmm. You know, and Align doesn't make the greatest electronics. They're getting better at it, you know what I mean? But right. the, their, the, the, their goal is to be able to provide a kit that has all – the stuff that you need to fly all from them, which rightly so is a, is a great model. It's a great business model, you know, Mm -hmm. but you know, and we've all seen threads or, you know, the general consensus is people get a kit uh, and then immediately sell like the motor and the speed controller and go buy aftermarket stuff or whatever. And, but a line is listening to that too, because they sell bare bones, you know, they'll sell a bare bones frame set um, for some of their birds. And so people can do just that but they'll still sell a full on combo like here we started this whole debate talking about that new GP900 right well that's probably what's going to take the place of the 7 what is it the 780 GP780 or whatever right, right. Um, and just to give somebody that's going to be buying a, a super combo if you will or superior combo um, just a little bit more functionality than they had with the 780 right um I don't know if it's true, but if it is true, and it, it has, I think I saw well, like a quote spy picture where it had satellite ports, and I think the impression that I got was that you could hook up spectrum satellite receivers to the outside of it. Don't quote me on that. I don't know if that's true, but if that's the case, that's that's unique. That's a, that's a new thing to add to a combo. That's a flybar oh. combo. That's cheaper if, that you can just plug a satellite into and.
1: If they're taking that approach, then they're just copying Curtis Youngblood, because Curtis did the exact same thing with the. Wait a minute!
0: Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute.
1: Total G. Are,
0: you're it's, telling me that if they if they put ports in there for spectrum no, satellites,
1: no listen. They're... No listen, I'm saying total. They, um, Curtis Youngblood Enterprises um, released two total Gs. One was an F3C version, which has no fly fiberless functionality. But contains an all in one unit, governor, tail gyro and receiver. Right? That's and this is also Yeah, and obviously they released a the flybarless version which has fucking everything and it just seems like a pretty awesome unit. Now yeah. if 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 line are doing that same approach, then it's not a new concept.
0: Well, nothing's no, a new it
2: was a new concept. I mean, I think the the eight people that fly the Curtis Youngblood stuff probably like it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, and I think that um, I don't know where we're going with this. But me
1: neither. I say we just cancel this fucking right now. It's just going nowhere.
0: <laughs> now look, look. Okay, I'm I am not an line f- fanboy. Yeah, I I think that maybe line does spread themselves a little bit thin. But there is nothing, th- there are too many people out there that will just go on the defensive and say it's shit just because it has an Align, st- the Align brand name stamped on it.
2: You know, and I think part of it is, and it's the whole, uh, you know, but, little person uh, against the massive conglomerate kind of.
1: But it's not only that. you get some idiots who just completely <laughs> replace every appliance in his home with an Align appliance because... Eris bed sheets have probably got a line stamped on it. Just because, mm. you know, you get these idiots who, who think the, the T-Rex 600 version 1 is be-all, end-all of every, you know, and that just
0: pisses You me. know what? Those people are in the minority. I know of one person like that, and you know him yeah. too,
1: Callum. Oh, yeah. Was it, was it, um, by the Yeah,
0: we're, yeah, we're not going to name any names, but yeah. <laughs> okay. We know... I, We're not going to name any names. But the point is, those people are in the minority. Align makes decent products. There's no reason not to own one. Anyway, on with the news. Lots of new helicopters coming out. We're excited about it. Yes. HeliDirect seems to be jumping on the uh, pre-order bandwagon. Apparently, you can get pre-orders for Goblins.
2: Yeah. I
0: heard N7s.
2: Yeah, yeah, I saw that. They got rail blades. They're carrying the rail blades.
0: Carrying the rail blades. So yeah, they're really jumping on the bandwagon. So what do you guys think about this goblin helicopter? Is it, is it just a, uh, is it just a boutique heli? Is its it, is it going to last?
2: I think the goblin. You know, everybody knows about SAB. You know, they know about the Sab brand. You know, buying blades and stuff like that, and it's been around for a while. So there's the namesake, right? Um, so I think they have got that going for them as well um but another thing that they've got going for them is that they've got flyers you know they've got high profile pilots flying the helicopter on video mm-hmm. and you know how the internet is these days everything is about what you caught on youtube and facebook and the forums and stuff like that right um so we're associating you know the goblin with names such as tariq al-sadi and Bert camera mm-hmm. um you know Saab Heli Division, the whole nine yards, you know, and so it's getting a lot more promotion, I think, a lot more PR value. I mean, heck, you know, take all that stuff away. I, I like the way the bird looks. You know, if you look at, you know, take the canopy off and the tail, I guess, canopy, if you call it that, right? The mechanics of it is sweet. You know, it's like a, it's like a dual stage drivetrain, uh, really compact right up front with a top mounted motor like it is. All the servos around the cyclic are laid on their side and i don't think i've seen a helicopter put the servos around the main shaft and also lay them down on their side I'm, I'm i'm not sure that i could say it's better to do it that way than another way it's just a different way to do it right mm-hmm. but it's unique and it's cool you know yeah. yeah so i mean i dig it i think the price point's a little bit high but um We'll see what happens with that. You well,
0: know. you know, for me, when I first started in the hobby, I was quick to jump on bandwagons. I jumped on the Kasama bandwagon yeah, almost immediately.
2: Yeah, saw how that happened. I uh, saw where that went with you.
0: Yeah, I mean, I literally had one on pre-order the day they became available, and um, got it, flew it, had some, had a hard landing, and waited six months for a part. I literally flew that thing probably 20 times in a year and a half. Finally got rid of it because I got tired of waiting for parts. Now Right. That's that's the problem I see with these helicopters like this, but like you said, SAB has been around and they are aware of the implications of not having parts availability, so Yeah. We'll probably see is something. You know, the thing about Kasama, not to, not to go off on Kasama, but I don't know if you guys noticed this, but they would put out a helicopter, and then get so wrapped up in the next helicopter.
2: Yep. They would. That they would.
0: They would kind of forget about the helicopter that they just put out, so there was no support. There was for no
2: support. It. Right, and that's like like Henslet, for instance. It's like a year waiting list to get a new kit from him, right, yeah. or from them. Um, but there's always part support. So if you crash or something, you can order. Spare gears and spare tail booms And, and skids and the, the pieces that you need So there's ongoing part support but It's just got bins and bins one, of parts Right
1: So One thing you've got to remember is, is these two companies Are very small They're not mass They don't have big uh, Line assemblies like a, li- a line do Right
0: um, Right something. but pretty much every Decent helicopter is in that same boat uh, a line, a line is the only one that's is set up for mass manufacturing.
1: Also, well, we we have like Mikado and but I, if if I'm if I'm right, you know Heinzler is only run by a few people.
0: I don't that's think true. I don't think
1: I think Heinzler actually hand makes the kits. Or I don't know the guy personally, but I think he actually hand makes. It's just like Bergen, you know. Um.
0: Ooh, bad analogy.
1: <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't fucking know. All I know.
0: I, I understand what you're saying, Callum. I mean, yeah. I get it. I get it. But you know, that's part of the that you know that's what you when you get into business. You and I, if we decided to build a helicopter,
2: yeah, we business plan for making you, parts.
0: You you have to be you have to be prepared to meet the demand of parts. That's I mean that's if you can't if the customers can't fly because they don't have access to parts. Your helicopter is just not going to do very well. And you, you look at small manufacturers look at miniature aircraft. You know, they, That shop is run by a handful of people, but they don't have any problem getting parts out.
2: Because they keep turning those mills. Yeah, yep. exactly.
0: So on to some more news, Callum. We've got the Whiplash. Uh, Gasser, or not the Gasser, I'm sorry. The Nitro version is going to be available in a few weeks, I understand.
1: Yep. <laughs> the Whiplash is here, finally, yes.
0: Yes, the whiplash uh, has arrived.
1: It's caused a lot of excitement. Uh, me personally, I'm just looking forward to be able to, you know, cracking open um, a bottle of beer at the back of the boom struts. But um, yeah, no, I joke. Uh, no, the um, the 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 whiplash, yeah, it's here.
0: We've been waiting and waiting for that. Uh, they're going to kind of put uh, the gaser on hold, I guess, temporarily. The nitro version is the next one. Uh, It's going to be made available, and I heard, in a couple weeks. So Mm. look out for that.
1: Yeah, and I'll hopefully be getting my kit soon. So I'll be doing um, an in-depth build review of that, like I did um, with my Fury 55 back in January.
0: Absolutely. And we will post uh, show notes uh, to that build review, so people can check that out if they're so inclined. Well, guys.
1: You know you want to.
0: You know you want to. I think uh, I think that's it. A bit about it for news. You know, there's really not a whole lot going on. We kind of elaborated a little bit than we normally do. Oh, but...
1: oh I got some more news.
0: Oh, callum has got some news. What's up?
1: Uh, Maverick blades have released their new VST Visual Stealth Technology blades. They actually look pretty damn sexy. Um, along as well as their Maverick flybarless tail blades.
0: I'm not buying it
1: apparently they're adapted for flybarless systems to i i am, i can't really comment because I've not flown nor have I seen them in person uh, the, but I'll they have
2: flybarless tail blades huh yeah
0: i'm yeah. not i'm not i'm not buying it i'm not buying the marketing sorry
2: huh. yeah i i'd be interested to uh
0: apparently
2: I, I, f- I couldn't see what would be different on a tail flybarless versus flybar though you
1: know Quite a few people have said, yeah, they actually are really, really good. So, so be we, like.
0: we will have to get a hold of, uh, well, we did get a hold of Bobby Watts. Callum got in touch with him. We're going to get him on the show. Maybe he can enlighten us. But right now, I'm sorry, but I, I don't buy that marketing. You know, it's I, kiss, I can't imagine. Are, are, they, are they weighted different? Is their center of gravity different?
1: I don't. You know, I just. Uh, well, you know,
0: if you uh, get a
2: set of them, Callum, you should uh, give them a try and let us know what you think, man. I'm I'm kind of intrigued. I'd like to know about them.
0: I saw them. I saw those blades at the Heli Freak Fun Fly. Um, they weren't touting them as flybarless tail blades at the time, but um, we're at now at the Heli Freak Fun Fly. The Heli Freak. I'm sorry. The Heli Pro's Fun Fly. Heli Pro- Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. So we'll see. Maybe we'll get Bobby Watts on to kind of enlighten us, uh, kind of tell us what's going on there. Uh, but at the moment, I'm not really buying it. So that's about it for news. Anybody got anything else you want to talk about? Next issue.
1: <laughs> don't, 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 don't drop out of school, kids. Uh,
0: don't drop yeah. out of school. Yeah. <laughs> Stay in school. Be cool.
1: Some like it,
2: Hey. Guys, hey! I bought a fish.
0: You bought a fish? Yeah, I bought a fish. One of those remote control fishes?
2: Yeah, here. I just sent you guys a link. Check it out. Yeah, this it's called the Air Swimmers Remote yeah. Control Flying Clownfish.
0: When are you gonna? Is it? Do you have it yet?
2: No, no. I just ordered it the other day, so it's on the way. <laughs> Apparently, it All just right. uh, it requires. Uh, like uh, I guess like four double, triple A batteries. I guess mm-hmm. one goes in the fish itself, and the other one's going the controller. Okay. Um, but the way it works is. There aren't any fans or motors on it per se, but there's like a uh, like a flapping like a you've seen like on those little. I've
0: seen the videos of them, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: like so the it's like a like a like a magnet on the tail so that it flaps. So you just make the tail flap left and right, and it, and it swims through the air, you know. And mm-hmm. little ballast in the front so that you can dive and climb and stuff like that. So it should be fun. I think the kids will get a kick out of it, and I think if I'm going to let my kids fly it, you know and I'll take it to work, and I'll be able to, because it's you know it's silent. I'll be able to fly it around. I work in a call center, so I'll be able to fly it around while everybody's on the phone. And uh...
0: so, when they refer to things that float in the air like that, is it buoyancy? That or is that just for water? In other words, what I'm asking is, will it have enough lift, buoyancy, whatever you call it, to hold a small camera?
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? I think so. Yeah, my keychain camera will probably fit right on the bottom of it. Yeah, I'm gonna try uh... it. I'm gonna see what happens. All right.
1: Can it pirate flip? <laughs> can, can it
0: tick off? can it? <laughs> I, I think what Callum's it's, trying to say is he's not interested because it doesn't uh, do helicopter, it stuff. Does do it helicopter stuff. It
2: does helicopter stuff, Callum. But you know what it does do? Is it confuses the shit out of my dog and my cat. I guarantee that's what's <laughs> going to happen. They're going to look at it and they're going to be like, what?
0: <laughs> that
2: thing floating through the hallway.
0: Their dog's going to be all, his head's going to be all cocked to the side going,
2: well, and I tell you what, I told my wife that I got it, and she said, you know what, if it uh, if it's that easy to fly, maybe I'll even fly it. So, if it, if, you know, if it means that she's going to pick up a radio-controlled controller and have fun with me, with my hobby, heck, I'll buy a school of fish, you know, if she yeah. likes. But, no, I mean, I think they're cheap. I mean, I think they're like 40 bucks, 45 bucks, or something like that. And so, if if it works out well, I think I might pick up a couple more and just give them out for a Christmas presents or something. You know, I think kids, you know, my kids would probably like it. You know, I got relatives and stuff. You know, so.
0: Well, you know, it's 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 kind of timely that you mentioned that because somebody came to me the other day, uh, a booster member of our local uh, high school. Uh, what? Well, here Callum, they they're boosters. They're they're like, I don't know how to explain it. They're 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 like fundraisers. Fundraisers, they raise money for the for the local high schools, to, for their sports. They're called booster members. But anyway, they came to me knowing that I'm involved in, RC, in the RC world, and they were asking me, is there a solution, is there a way that we can safely fly something that is radio-controlled inside of a gymnasium uh, during basketball games that could possibly drop candy, gift certificates on the crowd? Yeah. For sure. And my thought was, well, you know, there's really nothing that I can think of that would be absolutely safe. I mean, even a small MCPX could hurt somebody if it hits yeah. them right. Oh, sure. Um, but you'll have to let me know how that goes. If I it, will, if it's, yeah. If it's, if it's, if it's got some... some
2: lifting power or something like that and it'll still swim, you know, mm-hmm. I'll let you know. But, you know, Dan, for what you're talking about, what your booster people are talking about, I went to a basketball game. And they had this blimp that they would fly around in the Mm -hmm. in the stadium, and it was kind of big, you know. But they were dropping T-shirts off of it, and like uh, stacks of flyers and things like that. So you know, figure out how heavy is a ream of paper, right? Right. They could carry something like that, and then with a servo they could launch, you know, deploy whatever they had um, on it, but. Same concept, helium and some fans to direct its motion, you know. You guys have probably seen those YouTube videos of the inflatable cars, right, with Mm -hmm. the props on them and stuff like that. Same concept. So I bet you your booster people could probably benefit for something like that. Now, this air swimmers thing is cool because it doesn't make a lot of noise, right? So that might help in a a setting like a high school gymnasium. It's not as big, you know, because the sound of the fans from a big blimp would probably be kind of noisy, you know. Yeah. So I'll let you know what it, what I, what I think, you know, if it's junk and whatever. It I didn't spend a lot of money on it, you know, it's fine.
0: Sure, sure.
2: But uh I yeah, I just wanted to bring it up cuz it's it's kind of cool. It's radio controlled and um I saw a video of Nightflyer. You guys are familiar with the guy uh yeah. Helicopter user Nightflyer, yeah. Um I saw a video he put up of when he picked his up and just briefly talks about. I guess apparently there's uh you can go on the website and there's a uh, setup videos you can just watch you know here's where you tape these parts on here and this is where you put the two-sided tape and this and that um,
0: nice yeah fun okay. fun to do well you you mentioned videos and i kind of want to get talking about a helicopter topic but in particular i want to discuss something with the two of you but i wanted to mention something really quick first and we'll put up a show note but i tonight i was looking over youtube and i ran across a video of, of two Gowie x5 flyers flying at an incredibly beautiful field but youtube user Stephen fox905 put in this video he and his buddies or he and a buddy of his were flying in the same space two x5s doing some uh, video uh, one of them had a camera underneath and uh, you know from the looks of the video they both seem to be pretty proficient pilots doing some pretty neat tricks right towards the end of the video they you see it just been perfect one of the helis is inverted, the other comes screaming down by it, and it just smacks right into the tail. Ah, oh, yeah. Yeah, I and, saw that video, yeah. And it's a great recovery. Because all of a sudden you can just see the chaos that ensues, right? The helicopter just all over the place. Well, the guy actually gets it back on the ground. The heli with the camera had very little damage. A little bit of canopy damage, and one skid broke. The second helicopter that got hit, by the, hit in the tail didn't didn't uh, do as well. I don't know the exact damage, but it wasn't bad. It would look like some blades, definitely the blades, in and in some cosmetic damage, but we're going to put up a link to that because that's kind of a neat little heli video for those of you who like to watch that kind of stuff. I really like watching those in-flight videos.
2: Oh, definitely.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that video, actually, Dan,
2: that was put up by, uh, um, he's a heli freak user, Ace Meg Killer. Uh, it was him and one of his buddies that uh, that were flying when, when that happened. Um, and I, I put a link in in here in Skype, and we can put it on the show notes if you want to, to the X5 video oh, thread. Okay. yeah, about that, the story behind what happened with that. I remember when this first came out, and yeah, apparently it was uh, wasn't quite. A, it, the damage wasn't really that bad, you know, considering what it looked like.
0: So yeah, I mean, just getting that first person first person perspective of that yeah. in- midair collision is quite something. It's Did. Quite- it.
1: Hey, this is Curtis Youngblood. Hey, this is Matt Bowden. Hi, everyone. This is Bobby Watson. Hey, everyone, this is Gary, aka
2: Todd from Helly This is Bert Camaruri. This is Pinion,
1: and you're listening to the greatness
2: that this RC Helly Nation.
0: So, anyway, guys let's let's talk a, let's talk a little tech here. Let's talk about you know there's a you get people that are constantly debating the merits of a torque tube versus the tail versus uh. Uh, belt driven tails. Right. Callum, which do you prefer?
1: Well, actually I say both. It's just as good as each other. It just depends on how well the system is designed. The belt has obvious you know, has pros over the torque and as as torque has got pros over the the belt. The field I fly at isn't very level and it has dips and god knows what else you know sheep shit everywhere so I, often not i'll clip the tail about three times uh, you know throughout the whole weekend and if that was tube, then that would be three times i'd have to take the boom out change the gear blah 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 or well, the belt me just skips or you know so it, it's not really a problem um however for me you know, torque is quite nice because you don't have to mess around with belt tension and um, it runs nice and smooth. You know, it, there's less drag on the system. But then it comes in, you know, of how well designed the system is on the belt. I mean, the the, the Fury 55 and Fury 6 have a well-designed belt system. They also just as well with with a machine that has torque tube and plus it's less parts involved with belt it's just a belt whereas torque tube you know you got your torque tube you got your gearing you got your bearing on on the on the um, torque tube itself you know they both have their pros and cons
0: you know i agree and here's here's my take on it i i look i prefer torque tubes and the main reason i prefer torque tubes is because I started on a Tortube helicopter. The argument that I don't get, and the one that I seem to hear all the time when discussing this, is you're constantly stripping out tail gears. And I got to tell you, yeah, I did strip out tail gears for the first month of my flying. But the only tail gears I've stripped since are when I put it in hard.
1: That's because you fly like a pussy.
0: <laughs> that <Yeah>. may be. <laughs> but, the point, <laughs> but, the point, <laughs> but the point is... It, Look, these guys are saying that okay, okay, let's say that. But the point is, these guys are saying they're they're tapping their tails on the ground on landing. Well, if that's the case, I must be tapping my tail on the on the ground when landing. How come I'm not stripping out tail gears? Well,
1: the, that's true. But for me, I just like to come down nice and low during and all, so not really have to give a shit about the tail gear. I mean, I've always trained myself to always land and push the nose forward so it lifts the tail up. But as I say, the weekend I was having fun doing stupid, silly autos and the model tipping over. And I guarantee, if that was um, taught you, I would have took the gears right out. And that's my weekend. Well, not weekend over, but that's that sat over for a few about an hour, having to change the gear. And like I say, um, with 50 size for me, it was the belt. It means I can go low to the ground. Not have to worry about. I mean, not only that, but With my T-Rex 600s, I used to strip gears in the air. I used to be doing pyrex, and um, I'll just strip the tail gear um, for a hard stop. So that's also another take. Um, Now I think I had mainframes that were slightly uh, manufactured out of spec because even the slightest hard stop would cause the gear to crunch. But then I've flown other people's, and you know, some crazy stops and reversals, and they've all been fine. So, I don't know, but still, it's like anything, you know, it puts, it puts a bad perspective, you know, of what you're flying in in you know in mind. So, for me, I, I I really don't have a grudge against torque tube or belt. I just, for me, it's just my personal preference. If the helicopter was torque tube and I like the way it flies, then I'll stick with torque tube. But it just means I have to fly more more safely when it's coming down to low flying in the autos. For me, it's funny because... Uh, you know, doing autos on my belt, I can't really give a shit if it bounces or not. You know, and I can bounce, and talk to you, it's, you clip that tail, you're done.
0: What do you prefer, Rob? Rubber bands. Rubber bands. Yeah, no motor, motor-driven tail.
2: No. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, I guess you know, I started off on belt tails you know with the gowie 200 belt ride tail and it's easy you know easy to set up and i never really had a lot of trouble with it when i got now when i got to the bigger birds though one thing that i did notice was that if i didn't set the, be- the belt up right i would get vibes in the tail right um but when it was set up right i didn't i wasn't worried about any i, I just the thought never crossed my mind that there could be a problem with the tail, you know, slipping or um, what have you, right? You know, the worst that could happen would be that I would maybe chip my blades a little bit if I uh, if I touch the tail down, you know, in tall grass or, or, or whatever, you know, kick up a rock or something like that. Before I got my X5, I did a uh, conversion on my Gaui 550 to make it a torque tube instead of a belt drive. Mm-hmm. And... Used all the uh, torque tube parts because there's a torque tube conversion for it, and but I used I made it a 550 size with the torque tube and um, never stripped a gear, you know. I guess so. I mean, I'd, I I don't know, and I've touched the tail on the ground and stuff a few times, and and maybe it's just this is maybe it's just this design is just less prone to stripping. I don't know, you know. But um, so I didn't really run into that. But the ironic thing was that because of the things I've heard about torque tubes and stuff, not having had one at the time, when I did make the switch, it was always in the back of my mind, what would happen if, just on a fluke, because you guys are probably aware that I, I have a setting on my tail where I like to do like the blur, you call it the blur pyro, where you just take it all the way out of gyro range, and it's just full mechanical, right? And it just spins like crazy, right? It's blurry, and it's... It's completely aproductive. It doesn't do anything. It just looks cool, right? With the belt drive, I could do that, and then I could reverse it. I could just whip the stick all the way the other way, and the mm-hmm. tail would kind of rubber band. You know, you could hear the the tail blades bark, and you could actually watch it like decelerate and like spring back the other way. And that's the tail winding up, kind of the tail belt or whatever, and then slapping back the other way. And that was fine. And but I was always worried with the torque tube. In doing that, am I gonna? Could I strip those gears? You know what I mean? Could I give it enough torque? where it would cause those teeth to chatter and strip, right? I never actually did get it to do it, you know, but I was always worried about it, so it, it affected how I flew, you know? Uh, I got the X5 and it's purpose-built as torque tube and um, so I I tried my best to just not worry about that and to this day it's like that, you know, and I just I'm not really worried about it's just that's the mechanism, that's that's the drivetrain, it's, it's no big deal belt or torque tube, it doesn't matter, you know? I have to admit that i do like that the torque tube feels more firm i guess or more accurate yeah in in the, the stopping right you know it, is, it's not that a belt tail is mushy or anything like that but it's it, the belt has more of a kind of like a power steering like soft stop to it you know and
1: yeah the 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 torque tube uh, yeah i i have to agree with you the torque tube definitely has better consistency the better tail performance um than the uh, than the belt uh it's not by far it's, it's not by far um, both just as you know you know but yeah the, the torque tube definitely has better performance i guess
2: well see the uh, thing is and, and i've had flying belt or torque tube in both cases the tail held equally as well the right. difference that i noticed was with starting and stopping maneuvers right how abrupt could i make that you know It's kind of like, uh, you know, people that are into audio engineering, how you can set the fall off for your volume, you know, is it a slow decrease in volume or is it a steep ramp, you know, and torque tube is more of a steep ramp, you know, it can fall off quick and um, the belts are slower, you know, and gyros these days actually have where you can tune that setting, you know, and. And and by all rights, you know this this difference is very very small. You know, it's just a it's something like you gotta feel it when you're flying. You know, and for me, having the Galway 550, I could take the same exact bird and take out um, one part and and put a whole different uh, belt tail on instead, and put a different pulley in the front and fly that same bird on the next pack as a belt versus torque tube. So it was it was real easy for me to to play the same game, I guess, with a completely different tail and, and see the differences, you know?
0: Well, you know, for me, it's... I started I started with a torque tube, as I mentioned. The other consideration for me is um, the one torque tube heli, or the one belt drive tail heli that I did have, the Compass. The c- Knight. The Compass. Mm-hmm. You see, the thing with belts... Uh, you know, as the weather changes, you, you know, you got to worry about, um, your belt tensions and things things contract. And frankly, being that I'm here learning to fly helicopters all by myself, I didn't really have anybody around to kind of say, well, yeah, that belt tension feels a little loose to me, actually maybe a little tight. So I, I just was leery of the whole belt thing. Now I don't. Necessarily think one's better than the other, and I think what it comes down to, especially when at my my flying level, I think you know it's just a preference. Oh yeah. I don't i there's there's you know some of the best flyers in the world prefer belts, some of the best flyers in the world prefer prefer turk tubes. It just seems kind of silly to me. You get some you get some arguments that just
2: yeah I've uh, seen some people argue over the difference between the two, and it's like. It doesn't matter. It's like buying shoes, you know. You can have different kinds.
0: As you guys know, we're giving away a set of Maverick blades with the... Uh, Are we? Yeah. You know, Helipro's? <laughs> yeah, yeah. In conjunction with Helipro's, we're giving away some blades. So what, what can we do to entice people to get people to get excited about this blade giveaway? Maybe we should offer up drugs with it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> MDMA. MDMA, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So no, seriously, yeah. seriously guys, we you know, we're doing this blade giveaway, you know, it's um there y- your choice. Maverick blades, no matter, you know, whatever size helicopter you fly, you get to call them up, there's going to be a there's going to be a code. You'll give them that code, they'll send you the blades, free shipping and everything. So come like our Facebook page. Come to our Facebook page, click on the like button. Uh you know, we we kind of did change the details a little bit. From the last episode what we came to realize is i think i said on the last show that are the first person to email us with the phrase that we will be playing in the middle of a burt camera interview uh whoever email us emails us with that phrase uh and also has liked us on the facebook page now initially we said whoever the first person is well that's not really fair because a lot of people can't listen to the show Immediately upon yeah different
2: time zones or at work or something like that right so
0: so what we decided to do is go ahead and give it a week we're gonna from the, a week from the day of release we're going to take all of those emails and get involved people because hopefully we have a lot of them we're going to put those all in a hat so to speak and uh, we're gonna have one of Rob's kids pick it pick the winner yeah out of those people so. You know, we can put a little thing up on YouTube, or I don't know how. You know, we'll figure out a way to make it to available to people so you can see the process. So, like
2: our page, and then play our game. <laughs> You'll think it's fun. Hey, and if you're listening to this right now, tell your friend. Email it to them. Say, yeah. hey,
0: here. You know? S- spread the word, because here's what we're finding. We're finding that a lot of people don't even know that RC Healing Nation version 2.0 is back. We need to get the word out there um, because you know we get. Occasionally, I'll get emails. Oh my gosh, I didn't even know you guys were back, and here we are, four, five episodes in into the new show. So, yeah, let's let's get the word out there. Let's let people know that we're do it, do it now, do it, (laughs) do more. (laughs) So, you know, and we're gonna play on this this idea that we have, um, this this puzzle type game that we have. Uh, down the line, I could see us giving away kits. You know, if you if you piece together a puzzle over three shows of phrases that we put together, um, you know.
2: We'll get you're... Dan. We'll we'll get Dan to knit you a doily. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, get,
0: we'll get a doily, yeah. yes. Well, and, I can and,
2: and you know if you're if you're one of the the people, one of the first, uh, I guess. Uh, followers of the RC Heli Nation version 2 and you're listening to this podcast right now you know definitely you know tell other people about it because we want to make the show interactive you know we want to be able to do a listener mail you know you guys email us your questions you know Dan or Callum or Rob at com. Mm-hmm. or if you can't remember that um, make a username and si- sign up and just log right into the website uh, you can post a question right there on the site, um, yeah. And then we can talk about it. You know, we'll have stuff to talk about in the show. You know, if if you get involved in our show somehow, um, then you know we'll be able to give you a kudos back. You know, and just we just want to connect the dots. You know, and yeah, it, it's, it's going to be some fun stuff.
0: You know, the the whole premise be- behind RC Hilly Nation is it's 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 a nation of like-minded individuals. Yeah, we joke around a lot. Sometimes we're a bit irreverent. You know we do this because we enjoy the hobby and we want to enjoy the hobby with everybody. So if you think you want to be on the show, you got something to contribute, you want to come on, you want to talk with us about something or other, let us know, you know, it's just a Skype conversation away. You know, we, we, we're going to be talking with, you know, it's not about just talking with the pros we love talking with bert cameron and bobby watts and colin bell and uh, mike Fortin's going to be coming on shortly and tony whiteside and charlie stevens and i can go on and on and on yeah that, that's not what the hobby is you know the hobby is us it's regular guys
2: yeah like s- me like you regular
0: joe s- sitting in our sitting in our shops sitting in our living rooms and our kitchens tinkering on our helicopters waiting for the next day to go fly and we range from absolute new people that can't even hover yet to people who are absolutely proficient and could fly with the best of them, but aren't sponsored. You know, there's a lot of guys out there that could fly just as well as any of these pros, but they're just, they choose to not go that route. So and that's who this people, show. Us.
2: And then there are people that put mayonnaise on their French fries, like Callum.
0: Oh, jeez, Callum, do you really do that?
1: Well,
0: do you put mayonnaise on your French fries?
1: Oh, that's fucking disgusting.
0: Oh, thank
1: God.
0: <laughs> Fish and chips. Do you put mayonnaise on your hamburgers?
1: Uh, and if it's got salad. Salad? Salad. You put salad on your hamburger?
0: You put salad
1: on your hamburger. Oh, I, I just forgot.
0: <laughs>
1: you, you don't have you no know, idea what salad is.
0: Yeah, we know what salad is, but we don't necessarily put it on our hamburgers. We put lettuce on our burgers. We put we put lettuce. Okay. Whatever. We'll, we'll Let we'll okay.
2: <laughs> it's <laughs> early. We'll give you the benefit.
0: Callum's, Callum's over there butchering the Queen's English. It's five o'clock in the morning. This is why we do the show. We do it because we love it. We love the hobby. We love talking about it, and we want to get you guys all involved in the show.
2: So I only do it because I want to get poked
1: on Facebook.
0: On Facebook.
1: Yeah. Poking your wife. Poke me. Focus. I poked you. Yeah. I, I, poked, I poked your wife.
0: Must not have been very memorable for you.
2: you got to do it more than once.
0: <laughs> 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 All righty, guys. So we went over the emails. Check us out. Send us emails. You know, check out Rob's uh, front porch. If you're not sure of the web page, just go to our web page. Go to his name on the left-hand side. I guess it would be the right-hand side. And uh, check out his... Uh, his front porch, he's got a lot of good information on Gowie and Beast X and and stuff like that. Oh. Callum has got his uh, blog, kind of keep track of what he's up to. And um, I don't really have a blog. I just... You have a trailer. I have a trailer. And I'm in the trailer right now, and I'm freezing my balls off. You have a cat with a crooked head. I have a cat with a crooked head. Yes. And a
2: plane. You have a freaking plane in there. I, I Dude, I've got... How are you doing...
0: Mm-hmm. I've got one, two, three, four. I'm surrounded by four planks right now.
2: Dan, if we're gonna be the only podcast that is specifically only helicopters, you gotta put those planes away.
0: Sorry, brother. I like flying the planks too.
2: Hey, I got a I got a plane too. And I'm about to have a fish. An in <laughs> fish, so I can't really talk.
0: Alrighty guys. Well, this is episode number five. I hope you enjoyed it. Get in touch with us. Go to our Facebook page. Like us. Follow us on Twitter. Tweeter. Twitter-er. Twitari. Twitari. Uh Let us know what's going on, and we will... Oh, hey. Bird Camera next week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not in a sexual way, but oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good one, guys. We'll see you next time. <laughs> I like the prince nipples, I'm a nipple pincer.